Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Monday. Is Monday going to be awesome, or is it going to be awful? Welcome to the show. Every Monday, we're going to look back at the previous week, and we're going to look at some of the things that were awesome about this week and maybe highlight a few things that were awful. So sit back and enjoy the next few minutes. Good morning and welcome to the show. Today is June 8th, 2020, and uh, as usual, it is just another beautiful day here in New Mexico. Uh, Today it'll be about 93, 94 degrees, slight breeze, no humidity, sunshine everywhere. This is shaping up to be an awesome, awesome day. As usual, in my right hand, I've got a cup of coffee, and today it's my privilege to have the Italian roast in my cup. Uh, This is another bold flavor you can find at Starbucks. It just happens to be my wife's favorite blend. Before we get started, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to our podcast if you are not already a subscriber. Uh, every Monday, I'll be recording another podcast and be uploading it uh, to all the usual suspects, uh, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, all of those things that you may get your podcast from. Uh, we're probably already on there, and uh, we'd like you to go ahead and subscribe to that. Uh, also, we've set up a Facebook page, and that page is called Monday Awesome or Awful. And it's through that page that I hope to communicate with some of you and uh, maybe get your input on some subjects that maybe I'll be covering at a later time. Some of you may be wondering about the title of the show. Why call a podcast Monday Awesome or Awful? And the truth of the matter is, it really comes from me being a pastor. Um, been pastoring for Oh my goodness, uh, since 1995. And one of the things that most pastors seem to experience is that on Monday, it has a tendency to be a really, really low-key down day. It's a day of recovery. It's a day to where you're processing everything that had happened the day before, and you're exhausted, and you just kind of want to stay on the couch. Because of that, Jenny and I, we purposefully try to make Monday relaxing and just awesome. Which brings me to my next subject. I had a little bit of feedback uh, last week uh, because I did not uh, record a podcast. Uh, honestly, I didn't think anybody would really notice it, but uh, I did get a little bit of feedback from that. And there's a reason behind that. I try to keep my Mondays worry-free, stress-free, and there was just a lot of stuff going on on Monday, and and I was just not in the right frame of mind to record a podcast. I like to keep it light. I like to keep it without stress, but uh, unless you've been living underneath a rock, you notice that uh, there's a lot of weird stuff happening in our country, and it has stirred up a lot of emotions in a lot of people. I am one of those people that whose emotions that were stirred a little bit by all the rioting that is taking place uh, around our country. The reason it's disturbed me is for me, this has stirred up a lot of 
old memories. This is real. This is not something that uh, I've watched on the news and I get stirred up about. I've got real life experience about these things. And I'm just disturbed by all of the destruction and violence that's going on around this. Now, don't get me wrong. What happened to George Floyd in Minneapolis was wrong. And it needed to be investigated. And people needed to be arrested. And they've been arrested. And what happened in Georgia just the week prior to that is even more disturbing to me. But violence is not the answer. Destroying businesses is not the answer. Killing other people is not the answer. This entire situation has triggered a lot of unpleasant memories for me because, like I said earlier, this is real to me. What I'm about to say, my children don't even know. I've never even shared this with my children. In the mid-70s, I lived in South Florida. and It was during this time there was a lot of race riots that were happening. In fact, um, it almost became a way of life. And it was my 8th grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, and 11th grade years and the schools I attended, I was the minority. Uh, we had a large African-American population, a large uh, Cuban population, and rarely was there a problem. We were just all kids going to school together, and we were friends one with another. But there was a police killing of a black man in the Miami area. And before you know it, buildings were burning, stores were being looted, uh, and it was, just became hectic. And as that began to go on, the news began to cover it and begin to uh, agitate the situation. And it just got worse and worse and worse. Soon people were being killed and uh, the fires just burned for what seemed like a long, long time. Uh, when I say that this is real to me, I'm not, I wasn't watching this on TV. I was going out in my backyard and looking up in the sky, and I could see the flames. I could see the fire from a neighborhood 10 miles away, 15 miles away, 20 miles away. And the longer it went on, the worse it became. And the end result is people that were once friends now were divided simply on skin color. Sadly, that neighborhood that burned down, uh, those businesses never came back. Those people that lived in that neighborhood all lost their jobs. Those businesses that uh, moved out of that area, uh, it didn't hurt them any. Uh, they just picked up, grabbed some insurance money and moved to another part of Miami and set up shop. And uh, the people from that community, uh, they were the ones that suffered. Uh, they were the ones that died. The anarchy and the rioting just went so bad that uh, people were just knocking on doors and shooting the first person that answered the door. Uh, sadly, that entered into the school, too. And as a 15-year-old boy walking down the hallway of a school, I... I stared down the barrel of a shotgun pointed in my direction simply because of all of the hatred and division that was going on in the area. Uh, it was over, uh, just passions were incited, and uh, I promise you as a 15-year-old boy looking down the barrel of a shotgun and seeing somebody with a look on their face, uh, it's almost like looking at a horror movie. Uh, this is somebody that... 
uh, you knew. This is somebody that you went to class with, and this is somebody that uh, uh, you had an acquaintance with, and uh, now you've never seen this side of them, and uh, it's all because anger had been stirred up. Even as a 15-year-old boy, I recognized and realized that there was going to be no winners in this, and there never are. And now in 2020, it has proven itself again. There will be no winners in this. There will only be losers. And it's hard for me to have to relive that once again. So that part of last week was definitely awful. And I hope that that will end real soon. But hey, let's get to something awesome, can we? Because again, I want to keep this lighthearted. I want to focus on the positive things. And uh, we had some great, great things that happened last week uh, here in Alamogordo. Uh, last week, uh, we started our revival meeting at church. And uh, the way that God orchestrated that and the way that God brought all of this together uh, was just totally awesome. Uh, we had an evangelist in that used to be a command sergeant major of the army at Fort Hood uh, by the name of uh, Archie Davis. Archie Davis had the power of God on him and he really, really helped. Uh, our church. He began the first service by using an illustration of a chicken and an eagle. And uh, I'm sure I'm probably not going to get it completely right, but uh, the story went something like this. An eagle was born and uh, uh, something happened and he fell out of the nest and ended up on the ground and uh, a chicken took him in and made him part of the family. This eagle uh, grew up uh, amongst chickens, thinking he was a chicken. His focus was on the ground. His focus was everything that was around him, uh, never realizing that he was different, that he was an eagle. Uh, the story goes on, and uh, somebody came by, a, a naturalist or something like that, and uh, wanted to convince this bird that he was an eagle and not a chicken and tried to do different things to let him know. And uh, uh, he brought him up to the roof, and that eagle, all he could look at was the ground and see all the chickens it was growed up with and uh, made his way back down there and wouldn't fly. He just refused to fly. And the naturalist, not going to be uh, dissuaded, he wasn't going to be discouraged, and just kept going and kept going and kept going. Uh, and try different things. And, and finally, the moral of the story is the eagle uh, was removed from the chicken situation, uh, brought up to the top of the mountain, and uh, started flying. When he started flying, he was flying above everything that he had known before. He's flying above all of his former surroundings, and he realized, hey, wait a minute. Those things that were surrounding me uh, had affected me, and I never got to reach my full potential, and now here I am soaring above all of that. Now, the great thing about this is uh, a lot of us act a lot like eagles around chickens. We're being influenced by situations and things around us. We're looking at uh, the media, we're looking at social media, we're listening to weird podcasts, maybe like this one, and we're allowing that to form our opinions. But wait a minute. 
Don't let somebody else form your opinions. And don't let somebody prevent you from being what you should be, what God wants you to be. And that's the whole moral behind the illustration of the eagle and the chicken. The eagle wasn't a chicken. The eagle was an eagle. The eagle was meant for higher things, and being a chicken was not one of them. We went through this meeting. We begin to realize, hey, wait a minute, God's got some better things for us. Uh, God doesn't want us to be consumed with chicken stuff. He wants us to be consumed with eagle stuff. And uh, it was just a great, great help for our church, especially amongst all of the events that had been happening over the last three or four months. It was just a great meeting. It was good to see uh, our church folks really, really engage in all of that and, and uh, see God do a work in the hearts of uh, our folks. So even amongst awful stuff, we got to experience awesomeness. Now on to the next segment of our show, the segment that I like to call The Misadventures of Mom. This is a part of the show that many of you just tune in to hear. I know my own sister really probably doesn't care about everything that happened in the last 10, 12 minutes. She is right here on this because I'm a little bit older than my sister and some of the things that uh, I say she doesn't quite remember because she was just a little child when all of this happened. Uh, and uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, please don't get me wrong. I love my mom. But I think everybody that knows her can agree that she is a character. This morning I picked out a story to share with you that um, I think that you're going to find quite comical. Uh, because really, uh, I am the butt of this joke or this situation, if you will. Uh, my mother, she wanted the best for me, and I was born and I had a lot of colics in my hair. For those of you who don't know what a colic is, uh, you can't ever comb your hair and let it stay in place. It just doesn't sit there. I don't know the science behind it, don't know any of that, but I know that no matter uh, what I did, my hair didn't go in certain directions. My mom did not like that. Uh, she wanted her boy to look uptight and upright. And so the way to combat that is you just give them a buzz cut all the time. And normally I don't have a problem with it. If I went through life with a buzz cut, uh, that's good. Because there's a lot of other people that had buzz cuts. But my mom wanted to step it up a notch. And... She wanted the buzz cut all the way along the side in the back, but on the top, she wanted to leave it a little bit longer, and she had it come straight down. And as it reached my forehead, she made sure that the bangs were cut in a point. Now, I know it's hard for you to kind of imagine that, so I'm going to uh, give you a mental picture. Go Google Eddie Munster. And you're going to see exactly what I look like with my haircut. Uh, that caused problems. Could you imagine going to elementary school and going to junior high with a haircut that made you look like Eddie Munster? Oh, it was horrible. I'm going to tell you how horrible it was. My mom used to bring me to the barber shop. 
True story, true story. Bring me to the barber shop, and the barbers would see her coming, dragging me, literally dragging me into the barber shop. And all of a sudden, they would start fighting over whose turn it is to take their break. They didn't want to be anywhere near this. They didn't want to be part of it. And the unlucky barber that had to cut my hair had to go through five minutes of trying to beg my mother not to do this to her own child. The barber lost every single time. And you know what? When I went to school, I lost every single time. Now, this is not one of those stories that my sister is going to say, oh, I don't remember that, because I'm sure she does, because she had her own haircut that she had to endure for a little while as well, and uh, it wasn't near as bad as mine, but still, uh, it was one of those things. Now, did that make me angry? Yes. Did that make me hate my mom? No. Uh, listen, we can blame uh, a lot of things on our surroundings and our experiences and decide that's what shaped us. No, that's not what shapes us. It's our decisions and what we're going to do with those things. And you know what? Eventually, Eddie Musker went away. And my mom somewhere saw the light. And soon, I don't know, maybe a barber finally got through to her. But soon she decided, well, we're going to let him grow his hair out a little bit. And uh, she did. And honestly, when my hair grew out, colics and all, it looked pretty good. In fact, a lot of people mistaken me for Luke Skywalker when I was in high school. Uh, and it's much better to be looked at as Luke Skywalker than Eddie Munster. So I think I'm going to wrap the show up with that little tidbit on this morning. So uh, I hope that this week is going to be an awesome week for you. I hope that the things surrounding our nation uh, is going to turn from awful to awesome and we can put all of this behind us. Uh, I am hoping, I'm trusting, I'm praying that men of all colors, of all backgrounds, will come together and love one another because it's Always awesome when that happens. God bless you and see you next Monday. <laughs>